This is the Music Mentor Podcast. This is Demian, your host of the Music Mentor Podcast, and welcome to episode number 221. On this week's episode, I wanted to talk about practice journals and how efficient they can be for your practicing if you do them right, how beneficial they are in general, and how they can help you not only become a better musician, but obviously a more organized person overall. But before I get started, as always, I want to give a shout out to the wonderful companies that I endorse. Zildjian Cymbals, Vader Drumsticks, LP Percussion, Remo Drumheads, Gibraltar Hardware, Simpad Accessories, Yuka Tape, U-Bases by Kala Brand, also Nirvana Handpans, especially their Acolyte model, and of course, last but not least, Ultimate Ears In-Ear Monitors. And when this is all said and done and you want to get molded and you want to buy new in-ears and whenever your priorities line up with your music purchases, let me know. And uh, actually, let Joe Lester know, my dear friend Joe Lester, who works for Ultimate Audio, um, Ultimate Ears. And if you email him at ultimateaudiojoe at gmail.com and you give him the code DA20, DA20, um, you will get a 20% discount across the board. And that includes any in-ear monitors, any molded um, earplugs, and of course, Bluetooth speakers and anything and everything that they carry. So check them out, see what they are all about. If you don't know, they're the best in the game and you won't regret it. So check them out and uh, give them a shout. So when I look back at the times when I have objectively and quantifiably, I guess it's the word, quantitatively, <laughs> progress the most, and as a matter of fact, or the, over the shortest amount of time, I have to say, I would assume that you might logically assume that it's because I practice the most, right? And I went in and I went to my studio and played whatever, whether it's drums or percussion for hours on end. And, you know, until I my ears bled, my hands bled and anything sort of morbid having to do with suffering and blood. And... What I have, what I will say about that is that although you aren't completely wrong, there is one more element to this, and I'll get to it shortly. Obviously, this is not something that I came up with, but you've heard me say this a million times on this podcast, and it has to do with how I believe that the true, the truest way of practicing in an effective manner has much more to do with the quality of the time we spend than the quantity of the time. So, in other words. I much rather practice one hour a day in a super focused way and do so with no distractions, knowing that I only have that amount of time and I'm going to give it my all every sense, uh, in every sense, you know, urgency, attention, intention, focus, and so on and so forth. But I much rather do that than just pick one day and just practice, you know, six hours and just barely pay attention, have the TV on and just kind of lollygag and not do anything meaningful and I'm just playing for the sake of playing or to, to feel that I played for a long period of time. That's not that efficient. And to be honest, there is merit to this and I'll come back to this in a minute, but overall, the quality of the practice has to be much more important than the quantity, at least in my opinion. 
And again, going back to those times that I've practiced the most and I've grown the most as a musician and a drummer and percussionist, the one common denominator with those times has or is uh, keeping a practice journal. And most of you have probably heard it or I can assume uh, what they are. And simply put, it's just a notebook or somewhere where you write down and keep track of what you practiced and for how long. That's just the basic sort of explanation that I can give you. And you can also get super honest and deep and try to write, you know, down like a self-evaluation as far as what your strengths are, your weaknesses. You can um, talk about specific tempos and specific exercises or if you're working on your tempo, your meter, when you sped up, when you slowed down, what sort of uh, group of tempos you were behind the beat or on top of the beat and a million other things, right? And... You know, the, the the one thing that I love about, I mean, there are many things that I love about this, but one of the things that I love about potentially writing more things than just your, you know, what you practice and for how long is you start talking about your weaknesses and it keeps you honest. And you can also start writing why you're practicing what you're practicing. And the reason why that is important is because it can shape, it can shape what you do and how you do it. And... Again, there's merit to just playing and having fun and not worrying about a thing and just trying to channel a different drummer or a million of the other things that I've recommended in the past. There's be- there's beauty in that. But there's nothing wrong with writing it down so you at least remember what you did. And maybe there was something that you it made you feel really good uh, and you can write down what you were working on and what concept you were working on. So within the sort of chaos of freedom and practicing, you can also be a little bit meticulous. And, you know, again, these journals don't have to be down to the minute and the second in all these things. But I encourage you to think about it and try to do so. And I raise my hand and I tell you that I don't do this all the time. It's just I find it ironic that when I look back at the times where I've grown the most, they have been or they have had in common the, the, the fact that I have kept journals. And I've seen it now when I've been practicing a lot of bass recently and it just changed the game for me and how efficient I have been. And I look back and what I did. So another of the advantages of, of keeping these journals is that if you are a naturally sort of naturally organized person, this will be easy for you and you'll know how to do it and color code it and go crazy, right? But if you're like me and organization is not something or let's just say it's something that I always try to be better at, uh, this is a great excuse or a great way to work on those things, you know. And you will find yourself sort of naming exercises, uh, you know, figuring out what tempos you want to work on and why, what songs you're practicing, how many times you play them. There's a million things. There's no right or wrong way. But more than anything, what I want you to know is that I feel it's a very, very important thing. And if you've been debating whether you should start one or not, I'm going to always say, yes, give it a shout. It's, or give it a shot, excuse me. It's fantastic. And, you know, one of the things that I love the most, or another thing that I love the most, is you start keeping track of time and how much you spend on little things. And you start realizing that your excuses just become absolutely null and invalid. And they're like a joke. Because, when you sit down and you practice something for five minutes in a super meticulous way and it feels like 30 minutes and you grow so much the next day or later in the week if you do that for a week the growth is exponential 
And, you know, when was the last time you practiced one groove or riff or part over, you know, for over and over, right? For like 15 minutes without stopping. It feels like an eternity. So this is something I always push on my students. It's fantastic. And again, the advantages and benefits of doing these are is absolutely incredible. And honestly, very, very few people do it. And very few people write it down. So if you want to do something that sets you apart from a lot of people, this could be a way to do so and sort of give that extra plus that might might put you in a different category, so to speak, in, in terms of results. And, you know, it will ultimately, the, 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 the journal, excuse me, will ultimately become a progress journal more than a practice journal. And again, it keeps you in check. And you might cringe and feel like terrible at the lack of practice when you look back sometimes. But it, basically, I want you to remember that feeling well because the only way to truly feel the opposite is by doing the opposite. So by practicing, by creep, uh, by keeping a proper log of what you're doing and uh, all these things that they can only help. And I have tried keeping these logs and journals on my phone. I've done it through note-taking apps, through voice memos. I've tried spreadsheets, Google Docs, you name it. But to me, nothing can beat the actual pen and paper experience. And I, for the most part, only buy good books or solid notebooks, I should say, uh, where I can write and not feel like it's falling apart or the pages breaking off, none of that stuff. I go with quality stuff. And to speak briefly about sort of the actual process, I start with a date and I write down warm up. And my warm up routine, which is something that I should always do, uh, it usually, because it's not something that I love doing, I have five or six different exercises that I do, and I usually pick three of them. And I try to not move on until I have those down, because there's a reason why I chose and I, I chose those. Whether it has to do with, you know, blood flow through my body, whether it has to do with intonation if I'm playing bass, certain things I want to work on, the tone that I'm having or I'm creating or vibration or vibrato, excuse me, and a bunch of other stuff. So that is something that I like doing. Um, and then I eventually I move on, not necessarily in any particular order, but I try to tackle ear training technique, concepts, articulation, and more importantly than anything it has to do with songs. And one thing that I love also is the fact that you can, you know, when we think about looking back, it could be this philosophical thing, you know, like looking back at what I practiced before. But this is literally you just go a page back or a paragraph back or if you do them all in one page a few days per day, a few days per page, you just look up and you see what tempo you struggle with or what different things you need to work on or what felt good and what you want to try to do more of. And, you know, there are infinite, infinite ways of doing this and you can only figure out what works for you. And I truly believe that journals are one of those things that can only help. And ironically, if you want to think about it that way, I don't even know if they're the proper word, but there have been times in my career when um, I haven't been keeping journals because I've been tasked by the universe or the boss at the time with learning lots of songs. And at first, I just focus on the songs and don't think too much about how journaling sort of came into play. But you can still journal and have them as part of your work. And don't assume that the fun stuff isn't part of the journey as well in the journal either. So writing down how many times you played a song, what needs to work on or what you need to work on and so on and so forth is incredibly important. And if you're one of those people that 
practices most song, or, or songs most of the time, I would encourage you to split them into three groups. If I can give you just out of many advice or things that I can give you, this is one of them. You can just split each song into groups of three. One group or into one of these three groups, I should say. One of them is songs that you know really well and you have down. The second group is songs that you need to work on. And third, uh, as you can imagine, songs that you don't know or you really, really need to work on or, or know very little. And you can catalog the amount of time that you play them and be honest and have a different sort of check uh, mark or something that, that aside from the name of the song and the category, you can also have either a check mark or a plus sign or something like that. And you'll when you look at that list, aside from them being populated in, in ideally in the songs that you know the most, you'll also have these little check marks in the act of not only moving them from, from category to category, but just crossing them off or checking them or whatever. It's hugely hugely beneficial and it, it, it gives you this sense of accomplishment that to me it sounds silly just a check mark or something but it could be something major and you know th those are things little changes can bring up massive massive progress so let me know if you have more questions or if you need more tips and definitely i will sort you out and i can give you many many more thank you so much for listening this was the music mentor podcast